Hey, it's DJ Scruggs. Not only do Adam and I want to meet you in person, but I want you to have an opportunity to meet Brad Sumrock. We'll all be at an apartment syndication event that's coming up in Denver. There will be over 200 apartment investors from all over the country. And this may be your last opportunity to get tickets to the event because there are less than 20 tickets left. The Eventbrite link is in today's show notes. So scroll right now and get your tickets to this one of a kind event. The tickets are only $95 and I'm positive you'll get 100x that in value. So get your hotel and airline squared away now and I'll see you in Denver on June 5th. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Adams, and today I'm joined in the studio with Sarah May. Uh, while working full-time as an aerospace engineer, Sarah read the, a little purple book that you've probably heard of. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and she learned the concept of passive income. So she started at the time doing a side hustle or a side gig in investing into small multifamily and later on figured out that she needed to quit her job and do only multifamily and do large syndications. So she currently lives in Denver with her husband and a three-year-old son. With that, Sarah, say hi to the audience. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me, Adam. Appreciate being on. Thank you for being here. I've actually been to one of your properties, a hundred unit out in Aurora, Colorado. We'll move right into that. But first, what's your background, your education, et cetera? How did you get into real estate? Sure. So uh, like a lot of people, I was always taught to go to school, get good grades and get a good job. And I majored in mechanical engineering and got my master's in aerospace, worked in the aerospace industry for about 10 years. Um, During that time, I got interested in real estate investing and started investing on the side, mostly two to four unit properties, also did a fix and flip thrown in there and just really always was amazed at what real estate was able to do for me financially um, with the passive income. Uh, You know, I was investing in my 401k through work, putting quite a bit of money in there and yet not able to touch it again until I'm 65. So loved what real estate could do for me. And then as Adam was alluding to, I decided to make it my full-time job about a year and a half ago and partnering with other people, doing larger deals. And it's an exciting business to be in. So what was the last transaction you did? Was that the 100 unit? Uh, That was the last big transaction we did. Bought a seven unit since then, but uh, didn't syndicate that deal. So the 100 unit, you know, we had some business partners, property managers that professionally managed the property. And basically how I got into it was through a series of conferences, found out about this idea called syndication, where you can get a lot of people together who pool their money and buy larger properties than any one person would be able to do themselves. And by doing that, you get the benefits of economies of scale, much more professional management, audited financial statements, and of course, the benefit of having one tax return, uh, (laughs) one property that you have to go to. So it's actually simpler in some ways. What was the first conference that you went to that kind of got you interested in that? Um, So I guess my progression to get into syndication was I first read the book called The ABCs of Real Estate Investing by Ken McElroy and just opened up my mind to this world of um, doing larger deals and thinking big. And shortly after that, I started listening to podcasts and ran across one called The Real Estate Guys, went to their syndication seminar where everybody in the room, it seemed, was doing multi-million dollar deals. And kind of had that mindset shift that this was possible. From there, 
went to an event hosted by Brad Semrock, who's now my multifamily mentor and who has the whole ecosystem in place for students like me to find their team members, find their lenders, and learn how to do these deals. Let's talk about your team members. Who do you have on your team? Um, multifamily investing at this size is definitely a team sport. Knowing that I was new to the business, even though I had you know a dozen or so small multifamily transactions under my belt, that wasn't going to be enough to do a you know ten million plus dollar deal. Mm-hmm. So met my business partners through Brad Sumrock's organization. They had already done nine syndications at the time and had over six or seven hundred units. And by leveraging their resume along with uh, my local presence in Denver where we were targeting um, for our acquisition, we were able to get a lot more credibility with the brokers. You know, who else is on the team? The brokers are key. Um, Deals this size, they control, you know, 90 plus percent of the market. They know what's going on. They can uh, vouch for you as well, um, which which is great to have a broker on your side who has deals that kind of fit your criteria. And property managers are are huge because they will help every step of the way. Even before you have a property under contract, they will put a budget together for you. They'll tell you, you know, what they think the rents can be. And when you're under contract, they'll go to the property and walk the units and get contractors to look at the HVAC and the roofs. So by leveraging a experienced property management team, it makes the whole process much smoother and more efficient. Finally, deals wouldn't come together without the financing sources. So the bank is typically putting up 70 to 80% of the funds. You need a strong relationship with a, with a lender. Uh, that could either be a local bank, regional bank, or um, you know, a lender who works with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to do um, non-recourse financing. And then the other 20%, 20 to 30% of the equity is coming from your equity partners. So the people who want to be investing in real estate, but don't necessarily want to be landlording and dealing with the plumbing issues and the business plan and um, putting putting the deal together. So the investors, the passive investors, as we call them, are another essential team member. How many passive partners did you have on that 100 unit? (laughs) A lot. I think we have over 50. Wow. So how is it, how is it managing all those? Um, you know, at first it's a lot of work because uh, in order to subscribe to the deal, there's a paperwork called a private placement memorandum. So our sponsorship team reviews those documents, asks any questions of the investors, signs them, sends them back. So up front, there's quite a bit of work. But after that, as long as the sponsorship team is doing its job and providing good communication, good financial reports, usually the passive investors don't have too many too many questions and smooth process from there. It is a process. There's a lot that goes into getting into multifamilies and you have a lot of partners to be able to make it happen. So I guess the question would be, um, can you talk to us about the process of maybe when you're finding the deals and putting in offers, how does that look? It's a little bit different, actually a lot different than smaller properties that are listed on the MLS. Usually you need to have a relationship with the broker to even get notified that a property is for sale. They'll send out an email blast to their contacts um, and you know, maybe give you a, a personal phone call if it's exactly your target criteria. And once you hear about the property for sale, then it's a lot of doing some early due diligence, underwriting the deal, and going on a property tour. 
from there, there's usually what they call a call for offers, at least in hot markets like Denver, where we're located. And uh, a date will be set where the broker will collect everyone's offer who's interested in the deal. And the offer is submitted in the form of a LOI, letter of intent. It's one to two pages that spells out financing, the price, due diligence period, and uh, things like that. Well, okay. So if you're going through this call to offers uh, with a date set in really heavy markets, how do you get your LOI to stand out among all those others? You know, there's a lot of different things. I think usually the top two are price. And the second one is if you're willing to put up hard earnest money, which means non-refundable earnest money. Mm -hmm. Those are two big terms to put in the LOI. And then third, I would say, actually maybe equally as important, is if the broker knows you, likes you, trusts you, knows that you can close on the deal, and will vouch for you and your team as a credible buyer. Okay. Is there anything creative that you've done with your LOIs to get one accepted? Anything that you haven't mentioned? If there's a second round of offers, which there usually is in Denver, you know, upping the hard money, shortening the due diligence period, also getting rid of contingencies like financing contingencies and things like that always um, will stand out to seller. And the other thing is just to make it as, um, make your case as much as possible. So include a biography of your team members, what deals you've closed, what loans you've um, closed on in the past, lender and broker uh, references, things like that. I like that. That's a lot of good information. So um, when you're underwriting your deals, um, just going into purchasing something or putting in an LOI, uh, what kind of returns are you looking for? Um, so on the high level, we like to say we will double our investors' money in five to six years. And that's a combination of both annual cash flow as well as a gain from a sale um, you know, five years down the road or so. And we also like to buy stabilized properties, which means there's already residents living in the properties, paying rent, um, typically 85 or 90% occupied already. Um, and that means we're able to give our investors an 8 to 10% cash on cash return in year one. Um, they don't have to wait forever to get their money, money back from a sale. We like to um, give those cash, cash distributions along the way. Have you ever been on the passive side of these syndications? Um, yeah, that's actually how I started out. As a passive investor, it's, you know, it's a lot less work. And you also get to see the inner workings of a large deal because you are a team member. Um, you get to review the business plan. You get to review the financials. And of course, you get the reporting that the sponsor is hopefully giving you on a monthly or quarterly basis and see how, um, how the investment's performing uh, relative to the original plan. So uh, the great thing about passive investing, like I mentioned, um, is one, you get stability in your investment. You're investing in a physical asset instead of Wall Street, which, you know, the values can fluctuate based on market sentiment. Then the second thing is you can diversify markets a lot easier. You know, I know my home market very well, but if I was to branch out into other, other states, I'd need to do a lot more homework before I'd feel comfortable sponsoring a deal. But by investing with other sponsors who are experts in their market, I can invest in places where I'm interested without um, necessarily having to fly there and do all the work myself. As far as the passive investing goes, what markets are you invested in passively? 
Um, so I am in a couple Texas markets, uh, Oklahoma City, actually, sorry, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Belize, and North Carolina. How, how many doors was that? Around 800. Okay. Well, great. That's, that's quite a bit. So um, would you recommend passive investing to other people as a way of getting started? Uh, absolutely. I think it's a great, a great first step. You get a exposure to new markets and the, the way these deals work. So absolutely. Let's, let's talk about your best performing passive deal and your worst performing passive deal, <laughs> sure. if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah. So one of the Texas properties was a pretty heavy value add deal. Um, had to turn over the tenant profile, do some heavy interior renovations. And the original business plan was to sell after five years and return, you know, essentially double the investor's original capital. So if you invested 50,000, you'd get 100,000 back after five years. And uh, we're actually about ready to close on that property and sell it after just a year and a half and mm. still meet those projections. So you've, they've already doubled your money in a year and a half. Exactly. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That's that's really awesome. What city is it in? Um, tech, Hearst, Texas, just Hearst? outside Dallas. How many uh, doors is that one that property? That one is seventy-five doors. And what did what did you guys put in? Uh, I think we put in fifty. Cool, nice. And how about yeah. how about what's the worst performing one that you have? Uh, well, <laughs> um, you know, my husband and I before we got into the past investing, we had looked into mobile home parks, and oh. a mobile home park passive opportunity came up for us. Um, that's the one in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Okay. And, um, you know, I think it's going to still turn around, but it's been two years and we haven't gotten any distributions yet. So okay, it's okay. a slow performer. So that you think that one will, uh, will blossom? I think it will. There's cool. a good team in place and um, they've had to change property managers and asset managers, but it looks like it's on track now. Nice. If you found a huge deal, how, how big do you think you could make sure and close it anyway? Well, you know, like I said, none of this is on my own. Um, there's a lot of people involved. You know, our last deal was 100 units here in Denver. I think we could go up to 150 units for the next one. And that would be pretty, pretty straightforward. We have a great investor network. And um, also, I think after the first deal, like everybody says, it gets a little bit easier. Great. Tell us uh, on that 100, 100 unit, it was about 15 million, right? Yeah, correct. What was the raise? Uh, Four million. Yeah, four even? Four even, yes. Okay, so, and that was with 50 investors. Um, I'm, I can't do the math that fast. Is that like 90 grand a person? <laughs> About 80,000, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah. And so how long did it take you to raise that $4 million? So we first um, announced the deal with an email, got people's interest. And after that, we followed up with a online webinar about a week later. Um, people were able to answer questions. We had live Q&A. And after the webinar, then it took another two weeks or so. So from start to finish, when you said we need to raise $4 million till it was in the bank, how long was that? Uh, maybe a little longer. Um, since there's multiple steps, uh, first getting the interest, um, sending out the paperwork, receiving the paperwork, and then getting the funds wired to the uh, escrow account. So call it um, you know, five weeks. Wow, five weeks. I like that. So let's talk about you are one of the founders of a local group, Denver Apartment Network. Uh, what do you think Dan, D-A-N, is doing for the community? 
Um, well, I'm just really excited to see the multifamily community here in Colorado grow and blossom. Being part of Brad Sumrock's organization in Dallas is just an amazing community of like-minded people. Everybody wants to invest, either sponsoring the deal or you know putting their money into real estate as a limited partner. We're trying to bring a little bit of that here to Denver, and I think we've been pretty darn successful. Uh, we've been having meetings since December of last year and have had some amazing speakers come in share their experience and knowledge with the group and look forward to continuing it and seeing where it goes. Awesome. Uh, you took Brad Sumrock's and there's a lot of choices out there. So just curious what, what it was that kind of made Brad stand out for you. For me, it was a big thing was his teaching style. He makes this very complicated seeming business simple and straightforward. And um, I had been to other events where I felt confused and overwhelmed, and Brad's teaching is the opposite of that. It's very step-by-step -step and accessible. He also really focuses on mindset and motivation and giving people kind of that driving why behind getting into the business. And then secondly, his big focus is this ecosystem which he's created. It's not just education. It's also this network where if you go there, you will have every resource that you need. There's people who want to invest passively. There's people who want to team up and co-sponsor deals. And then there's also a network of lenders and attorneys that you can work with. So just kind of seemed like everything was there that I was looking for um, at the time. I see how Brad's got that ecosystem down for his clients or slash students. That looks like a very valuable resource. So I'll plug one quick thing for the listener's benefit. Um, it'll be quick. We actually have Brad Sumrock flying into Denver on June 5th. He'll be giving some great information on how to get into multifamily even before you do your first single family deal. Actually, Sarah May, Brad Sumrock, and I have one thing in common. All three of us did multifamily on our very first deal. Brad's going to be debunking the myth of somehow graduating from single family to multifamily and helping people get into multifamily faster. I gave away several tickets already. The tickets left are just full price, $95. It's totally worth $95 and comes with appetizers, hors d'oeuvres, desserts, and uh, tons of networking. As I understand it, this is going to be the largest multifamily event that will hit Denver to date. So it'd be really, really good for the networking and to visit Brad. We might be full. Maybe I shouldn't even promote it. Uh, promoting it. Well, I'll put, it, I'll put it. it down there. And hey, if you guys miss Brad Sumrock, I'll give you the link so you can see what else is coming up. People are flying in from all around the country to come to Denver Apartment Network. With that said, let's go into a quick commercial and we'll be back with the final five with Sarah May. Hey, it's DJ Scruggs. Not only do Adam and I want to meet you in person, but I want you to have an opportunity to meet Brad Sumrock. We'll all be at an apartment syndication event that's coming up in Denver. There will be over 200 apartment investors from all over the country. And this may be your last opportunity to get tickets to the event because there are less than 20 tickets left. The Eventbrite link is in today's show notes. So scroll right now and get your tickets to this one-of-a-kind event. The tickets are only $95. And I'm positive you'll get 100x that in value. So get your hotel and airline squared away now, and I'll see you in Denver on June 5th. All right. You ready? Okay. Question number one, what's the most creative deal you've done? Again, just the syndication deal where we worked with 50 investors, had two business partners and a great network of 
lenders, property managers, um, contractors to get the deal done. Okay. And what about, I, I, I love this next question. Where were you five years ago from today and where will you be in five years? Uh, five years ago, I was just getting started in small multifamily. Uh, I was working at my job in aerospace engineering, kind of wondering if this is what the next 30 years were going to look like um, or if I should be doing something else. And, you know, now today, happy to say that real estate's more of my full-time full-time endeavor and I love every minute of it. Five years from now, I hope to have another five to 10 syndications completed and be giving investors double-digit returns on their investment and improving communities across Colorado and maybe other markets as well. Um, it really is an exciting business to be in. I like that. That might be pulling us into our fourth question. So how do you give back? Is, is buying apartment buildings one of the ways you give back? Uh, you know, I think it is a little bit. Um, it's a very satisfying feeling when you take something that's, you know, a little bit run down, dilapidated, and um, really make it a community where people want to live and they're proud to bring their friends and feel safe. Um, so I think apartment investing is a feel-good business. Um, I also really believe in financial education, especially for students. Um, a strong supporter of uh, junior achievement and a lot of um, you know, other efforts to financially educate um, students today. Awesome. Thank you. And then what about a book that you would recommend to the listeners? Um, a real estate book, I would say, you know, the ABCs of real estate investing. I mentioned that one already. Um, I also just recently read a book called Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. And I think that was just a really good reminder on how much hard work plays into people's success. Perfect. I'm going to uh, later, you'll have to write that down for me. Um, I want to, uh, that's the first I've heard of it. So, and then finally, uh, last question that I wanted to find out is if anybody wants to learn more about you and uh, partner with you on deals or just pick your brain, how would they get a hold of you? Sure. So the easiest way is our website, regencyinvestmentgroup.com. There's a contact us form and phone number um, listed there. Feel free to reach out and, you know, probably me getting back to you um, to answer any questions that you have. Um, Perfect. And, yeah. Thanks, Thank Adam. you. Thank you, Sarah, for being here. Really appreciate your time. You've had a lot of value to the listeners. Thanks for having me, Adam. Until next time, guys, think outside the box. Hey, it's DJ Scruggs. Not only do Adam and I want to meet you in person, but I want you to have an opportunity to meet Brad Sumrock. We'll all be at an apartment syndication event that's coming up in Denver. There will be over 200 apartment investors from all over the country, and this may be your last opportunity to get tickets to the event because there are less than 20 tickets left. The Eventbrite link is in today's show notes, so scroll right now and get your tickets to this one-of-a-kind event. The tickets are only $95, and I'm positive you'll get 100x that in value. So get your hotel and airline squared away now, and I'll see you in Denver on June 5th.